Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Taylor Miller from Miller Highlights, and you're listening to the Stay Social Podcast. More people than ever are on social media, and they're making money in the process. On this show, we'll sit down with you to discuss trends and updates going on in the social media world. Some of these tips might even help you scale your account to the next level. So sit back, relax, and get ready to take some notes because we're about to get social. All right, all right, all right. Hey guys, this is Taylor and you're listening or viewing the first episode of Stay Social. You know, when I came up with this podcast, I really didn't know what direction I wanted to go. You know, it's going to be a lot about social media, but it's also going to be part of my story. So when I thought about where to start with this podcast... I really thought to myself, you know what, I think I think they need to know where I came from, how I started my business, how I got to where I am today, and I think it would be only right to start from there. So let's take a step back a little bit, go back into the past, back to 2018, where it all started. So in 2018, I was a sophomore in college, and in college, I worked at the university center as a videographer, and then down the line as a social media management Um, associate. And when I was there as a videographer, as a sophomore, I had a colleague come in and she came right next to me and talked to the guy that was sitting right there, which was another videographer. And she goes, Hey, my wedding's in a couple of months. Can you help record it? You know, I I wasn't offended that she asked him because he had more experience, but I was just like, Oh, I wonder if he's actually going to do it. Well, down the line, he came back and he's like, you know, I'm actually busy that weekend. I can't do it. And without hesitating, I looked at her and I was like, hey, I can help you. Like, I'll give it a shot. And that was the first time I realized I had an opportunity to do something that was more than just video at the university. Without hesitating, she looked at me. She goes, oh, yeah, we'll we'll do it. We'll have you do it. So I was like, sweet. Finally got my chance to take a step in. And it was crazy because my first wedding that I did for her, I only charged 200 bucks. And for people that plan their wedding or are planning their wedding, they know that a videographer for 200 bucks is a steal. Like that's almost better than Black Friday. And it's just crazy to think that that's where I started. But 200 bucks for a college student was 200 bucks. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it. I rented the equipment from the university and I was super excited to get started. I had one of my fellow colleagues come with me and record it as well, and I gave him 100 bucks. So in reality, I actually made a revenue of 100 bucks. But still in my eyes, that was a good start. It was a good start because I had no experience in weddings. I only attended weddings that my family had, so I didn't know the exact schedule for one. I kind of just rolled with it. And now looking back, like, yeah, that was an okay video that I did. But you're always going to critique yourself more than others. More people commented on that video than I thought they were. And they're like, Taylor, are you going to do this more? Are you going to take on more weddings? Are you going to do this for a living? And at first I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to do it as a hobby, a little side hustle. Never realizing that in a couple of years, I was going to be having a full summer booked full of weddings. I went from one wedding. The next year I had two weddings that were friends. And it was just a little bit more expensive because I was still learning. Then the following year after that, I had 15. And then coming to this year, I'm to 25. And I'm only into 25 this year because I set a cap to it. I set a cap because I didn't want to burn myself out. While looking into it now, 2023 is already booked up with 25. 
And I thought to myself, wow, what can I really do to keep building this? Now, let me remind you, in the beginning, I did some advertising to show people that I did this. Today, today, I don't do any advertising for weddings. It's all from referrals, which is crazy. And I decided for 2023 to open my book back up and say, hey, I have these weekends available. Who wants to book with me? Not saying, oh, who wants to book with me if you're interested? You know, when you're a a business person, you got to learn to sell it. I don't care if someone's interested or not. I want them to work with me to get the experience that they're never going to get back. So many people tell me that they regret not having a videographer for their wedding. Yes, they have a photographer. That's the basics. And I understand that that's an important part of it. But a photo is just one moment. And it's a still. Yes, it shows some emotions. It shows crying. And it shows just tears in their eyes. But you look at a video. And a video shows the full emotion. It shows the groom crying at the front of the aisle. It shows the bride looking at her dad halfway down and just smirking. And they're like, yeah, dad, I got this. And those are the moments that I live for. Those are the moments that I know that I don't want someone to miss. Which is crazy. You know, I had no knowledge on weddings to start with. And now after doing it so many times, you know the ins and outs. You know what shots to get, what shots not to get. It's just crazy. And I've trained so many people along the way to help me. Now I had one girl with me that has been with me since day one when it came to weddings. We went to high school together. We went to college together. And to be honest, we weren't really good friends during those times. We were friends, but it's not like we hung out all the time. We hung out more at weddings than we did in person after that. And to this day, her and I are better friends than what we thought we were. And we always say to each other like, hey, Why weren't we friends in high school? But you know, in my eyes, there's a reason for that. There's a reason why we weren't great friends in high school. I mean, we knew of each other in high school. We had a couple conversations, but never did I think that we were going to end up working together almost every weekend. But I can tell you one thing. I wouldn't be where I am today without her help along the way. And that's just one person that we trained. We trained three other interns to help us. And to know how our training program is, it's all hands-on. You know, we want to teach people in this job, like, all you can do is just let them do it by themselves. Let them know the mistakes that they're going to make. Let them try it themselves and ask for help. We have one intern right now that has took all the critiques along the way and is now considered a lead shooter on our team. That's growth. That's not something I would have thought ever would have happened. And this girl's only 17. The amount of growth that she can have from 17 to 25 where I am now is insane. Yes, she wants to go to college. Yes, she wants to try new things. But I, I'm just amazed by how much knowledge she already has. And that's how you grow a business, honestly. You look for people around you to support you and help you. There's one thing that I've learned and, you know, I always thought that I could do things on my own. Always. Like, no, I don't need help. No, I can do this all by myself. I can edit everything. I can shoot everything. Until I hit a wall. I hit a wall because I had too much on my plate. 
my anxiety started to increase. My stress started to increase. You know, I started having breakdowns, not even knowing why I was breaking down. But then I realized, you know, I have so much on my plate that I need help. I need help from someone that can help me advance my business without me having to do as much. To be able to take a load off a bit so we can continue to grow. That's how I ended up hiring my first person full time. If you would have asked me as a sophomore in college, Taylor, where do you see yourself in five years? Five years. I would have told you, oh, I'm going to be a radio broadcaster and I am going to be working for them and doing all the events with them. Now I look at myself. And you know what? I am not disappointed about it. I had so many bumps along the road where if those didn't happen, I wouldn't be where I am today. When I was ready to graduate college, owning my own business was not a thought in my head. I only had about 10 weddings in a summer by the time I graduated. In my head, I was thinking, you know what? I am going to be working for a radio station once I graduate college. I reached out to the radio station that I was interning for for three years. They were promising me or saying to me that they were going to have a paper for me to sign to confirm a job there after graduation. Little did I know when I contacted them when it was getting closer to graduation, they decided, you know what, Taylor, we actually can't sign you on right now. As a senior in college and not knowing what you're going to do in that situation, yes, I broke down. But during that breakdown, I realized I had to do something, and that was to get back on my feet and find a full-time job to get the goal of working full-time right after graduation. I went to the career fair. I talked to people. I did interviews. And you know what? I did beat that goal of being hired before graduation. And I wasn't expecting to be where I was then. When I graduated college, I ended up working for sales at a trucking company. And I can tell you one thing. Working for a trucking company in sales was not really what I imagined myself doing. But in my head, that was a job. And that was a job that was going to create an experience that was going to help me in the future. And I was not wrong. You know, while I was working at that job, COVID ended up hitting and we ended up working from home. Now, working from home is great. I mean, I do it now. But when I was working for the trucking company, I started to lose my motivation a bit. When you're working for a company like that and doing sales every day, you really understand the vibe that you get in the office compared to when you're at home. You don't have the people sitting next to you to motivate you to continue making sales calls. And then when you're at home, you have no one besides your dogs looking at you and like, what are you doing? Towards the end of, I would say, the first COVID year, the mental block started to hit again. And I wasn't sure what to do with myself at that point. I'm like, you know what? I think now's the time. Now was the time to take that leap of faith and just start my job full time for my business. My business is almost a year now. I started my business full time as an LLC January of 2022. It's now October of 2022. And the amount of growth that has happened just within one year is insane. You know, a lot of people know Miller Highlights as the videography company. But now they're starting to know Miller Highlights as more than that. We added on social media management, which we'll get into while these episodes keep going. 
And besides social media management, there's more things in the works that people don't even know about. And I'm not going to mention them here because I don't want you guys taking any of my ideas. (laughs) But you know, the amount of growth that you can see yourself in one year is just crazy. You take a step back and you're like, man, a year ago from today, I was doing this. But now I'm killing it and doing my own thing. And I have my own podcast and podcast room. Never did I think that was going to be a thing. Going back and seeing where we are. I mean, I hired my first full-time person in September. That was a step for me. Like I said before, I was an independent person that was like, you know what? I can do a lot of this by myself. But once I hit that block, I was like, you know what? I really need someone else to help me. That's when I hired one of my friends on. She knew what I was going through. She offered to help. She said, Taylor, you just tell me when to quit my job and I'm there. I wasn't ready at the time to tell her that I needed the help because I wanted to see how much I could still do by myself. But as the stress started to increase, I knew that I had to make the decision. So I texted her a couple weeks later and I was like, hey, I need you now. Within that text message, it wasn't even confirmed that I could fully pay her. And she goes, okay, I'm quitting my job. She quit her job like that. So fast. But she knows what's going on behind the scenes. And she knew that she'll have a job for a while. Maybe for the rest of her life. Because she sees what's going on and she knows that there's always going to be work that needs to be done. Now, when she came on for her first day, I was a little nervous because I didn't know exactly how I was going to go about things. I mean, she was my first full-time person that I was actually paying a payroll to. And she looked at me and she kind of reassured me and said, you know, Taylor, I'm in it for the long haul. The good, the bad, the ugly, I'm in it. And I think from there I knew, I was like, all right, we're going to see where this goes. And for those that know me and those that are that are now about to get to know me, you're going to find out that I'm a pretty laid back person. Especially when it comes to situations of trying to train someone. I was very cool, calm, and collected. But on the inside, I wanted to make sure that I was making the right decision. I trained her within one week. One week of showing edits, one week of, you know, giving her the gist of what my business is like. One week. The following week, she was doing everything by herself. Now, let me, let me kind of give a background on her. She had no idea what she was doing. She's never edited any videos on the softwares that I use. She doesn't do many graphics for social media. She doesn't record video, and that's a big part of the business. One week. Trained her in one week. Now, those are the people that you need in your circle. Those that you can show them how to do things, they catch on, and they just roll with it. And I think that's how we're so successful the way we are. You know, I'm not that boss that hovers over them when they're working. I'm more the boss that sits back. If you have any questions, you let me know. I'd rather have them learn hands-on than me showing them everything. When you have someone learn hands-on and they make mistakes, they'll remember those mistakes and then they won't do it again. And I think that's where we're successful in this business. So that's where we are. There's so much growth that's happening that not a lot of people know about. 
there's a couple side businesses that are starting up that no one knows about. And that's how we're going to get into conversations in this podcast. We're going to show you how we start businesses from the bottom and bring them to the top. You know, you got to be ready to grow. We're going to give you advice on this podcast where it's going to help you grow your account without you even realizing it. We're going to tell you the trends that we're seeing. We're going to give you the updates on apps that not many small business owners know or even content creators. You know, coming from us, we see this happening every day. We're in the apps every day. You know, we see things that are happening that not many people would even realize until we tell them. And that's why we started this podcast. This podcast is going to be all about, well, not fully about, but mostly about social media. This podcast will show you the like things that we see firsthand. We will show you how to make those TikToks. We will show you how to make the Instagram reels. You know, we're going to be the firsthand people that you listen to so you know how to make the next step in your business. You're looking at a 25-year-old right now that has already made six figures just from quitting her job and doing this full-time. And I want to help you get there. Most people are going to look at me and be like, Taylor, you don't have much of a following for being, you know, a professional at this. But I'm going to tell you one thing. You don't have to have a large following to be a professional. You just have to be able to impact a couple people to help yourself grow. Yes, I don't have the blue check mark behind my name, but I might get there someday. People think that they see these successful people on social media and they can just like get to that position in a blink of an eye. In reality, you got to work at it. You got to work at getting better at your posts. You got to work at, you know, learning what works and what doesn't. You can't just wake up one day and you have the blue check mark at the end of your name. And you know, the good thing about this podcast is it's actually going to go step by step depending on each platform and show you what you can do to improve your social media following. There's ways that people don't even think about. Now, you're probably going to hear a lot more video advice from me because that is the background of my company. That's where I started. But to be honest, I mean, I might own a videography company, but a lot of my personal posts on social media aren't video related. You got to learn to vary it. Videos, graphics, informal graphics. Photos to show that you're a real person. People connect with people that show that they're a real person. They don't just follow you because, you know, you have a blue check mark. They want to see your personality behind it. And I think that's what I want to teach you in this podcast. I want to teach you how to be the person that actually shows up for someone. And for those of you listening, my inbox is always open. Whether that's a question about a podcast that I posted, or that's a question about how you can make your social media better, I will always be happy to answer questions. I know for a fact that I was put in this world to help others succeed. I never thought I was going to be where I am today, but here I am. And now I feel like it's my turn to get someone else that way. I want to help them succeed in their business. Or just help them succeed in their social media. I mean, you don't have to be a business owner to learn how to have a better social media following. 
I'm going to give you tips and advice that you're not even going to be able to think about, like without me telling you. Kind of like the little tips and tricks on how to take the TikTok logo off of your video before you post it on Instagram. Here's a little tip for you. When you post a video on Instagram and it has a TikTok little logo watermark on it, you get less views. You get less views because Instagram sees that you're reposting a video from TikTok. That's their competition. That'll be your one social media tip for the day. (laughs) We'll get more into that for the next episode. But like I said, I'm Taylor Miller. You're going to be seeing me for every podcast. I might have my fellow employees jumping in here and joining or even some people calling in. But there's going to be a lot that's happening and you're going to be the first to know. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed, please leave a review and share this episode with your friends. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to hear at the Taylor underscore Miller on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe and we'll see you next time. Stay social, my friends.